Hi guys, today I've got something a little bit different for you. I have a character creation episode for Against the Dark Master. Um, I think it's it's interesting. I wanted to create a character for a solo game that I am planning on running for Against the Dark Master that I think is going to be fun. Um, so yeah, I, I felt like that would be a good... Um, thing to do and to record it and to share it with you guys to sort of show you how character creation works. I'm going to do a full overview of Against the Dark Master soon just to kind of talk about like the whole game, what I like about it, what things I'm kind of not as um, necessarily as big a fan of, although on the whole I like a lot about it. Um, so yeah, uh, Against the Dark Master, it's pretty cool. And um, I created a character, Thalonmir, who is a sort of um, Dunedain ranger type. Um, so pretty cool stuff. So yeah, I'm going to um, just get into it. Hi, I'm Arlen Walker, and I am live from Pelham's Wasteland. And today I'm going to do something pretty cool. I'm going to create a character for Against the Dark Master for a set of solo sessions I am planning on running. Uh, Against the Dark Master is a fairly new, there's been a quick start out for a while, but the, the full package hasn't been out for very long. Um, Role-playing game that is based, uh, at least in part, on um, Rollmaster and Merp, but updated to be uh, streamlined and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, Rollmaster and Merp are both sort of before my time, so I don't really have, um, uh, an attachment to them in a lot of ways, but, um, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna see how Against the Dark Master itself plays once we get into the solo stuff, so, um, let us get into character creation. So I actually started the character creation a little earlier, and then, um had to to stop the recording so i'm a little bit of the way through it so i'm just going to describe what i've done so far and then go through the next steps so we've got against the dark master table of contents there's a lot of it's a long book it's uh 576 pages on the pdf although a lot of that is sort of charts at the end and stuff like that there's a big long appendix and there's a really long adventure um a sort of short campaign to get you started um, in the book too so that's pretty cool um anyway some fiction here at the beginning lots of the the cover is in color of course but then the interior art is all black and white um and it's all very um inspired by the particular sources one of the things that i really liked about against the dark master one of the reasons why i want to try it out is because there's a really cool description of what sort of pieces of, of of other fiction work as inspiration as well as what sort of things are assumptions based on the rules of like the setting and the nature of play and stuff like that. So there's this this section that I'm looking at right now has good stuff about like good versus evil, the dark master, ruins of ages past, magic is rare and dangerous, the gods watch from afar, and heroism and hope, as well as a really big list of sources of inspiration in um, written form, in movie form, 
in heavy metal music form, in other RPG form, um, and then we get into the beginning of the, the rules themselves. So um, we have stuff for characters. So there are seven steps to character creation. Uh, the first one is to generate your stats. Um, so what you can do, there are sort of three methods listed, and then obviously you can do other methods too. Um, one method is to roll a D percentile die six times and use the chart that is on page 16, chart 1.1, to um, turn to your roll into the specific um, bonus that the stat gives you basically because all we care about really is the bonus not the, the role itself um the other system that is described is a point by system where you can spend 50 points total uh, in increments of five um, to upgrade your stats no stat can be higher than 25 and there are six stats so you're talking about um plus 10, plus 10, plus 10, plus 10, plus five, plus five. There's a third option described, which is the one I went with, which is to do the D percentile thing and just do it 12 times and take the best six to get a really powerful character. And for solo campaigns, um, as you may well know, if you have listened to or watched any of my solo stuff, I tend to prefer um, powerful single characters instead of playing with a party. So I went with that and I rolled up and I have a character who is pretty effective. Um, there are six stats, like I mentioned. Brawn, which is very much like strength, swiftness, like dexterity, fortitude, wits, wisdom, and bearing. Um, it's very similar to the standard set of stats for something like D&D. Um, and that gives us, we have a plus 25 in brawn, a plus 20 in swiftness, a plus 15 in fortitude, a plus 20 in wits, a plus 15 in wisdom, and a plus 25 in bearing. So we have a character who is strong, but not necessarily super tough, who is quick, who is um, pretty intelligent, and who has a really great kind of aura of command about him. Um, and I have decided to call him Thalonmere just because that's the sort of name I came up with and I thought it sounded cool for a high man, which is his kin. So the next step is to determine kin and culture. This is one of the things that actually um, also attracted me to this system is that you have both kin and culture. And um, kin is essentially your character's um, race or species. In D&D in terms, it would be race, although in here it's more like species for most of them. Um, and I personally prefer the term species for, for that sort of thing, but that's just me. Um, whereas culture is what sort of culture you grew up in. And so there's an interesting way that like you could have dwarves of three different cultures in your campaign world. You could have like deep dwarves versus hill dwarves versus city dwarves, right? And they would all be a little bit different. They would have some similarities by being dwarves, but they would also be a little bit different because they have these different cultures. Um, and so I think that's pretty cool. So for a high man, what we get is plus 10 to our brawn, plus 10 to our fortitude, and plus 5 to our bearing. So we get a little tougher, a little um, stronger, and a little bit more um, commanding presence, charismatic, all of that sort of stuff. 
And then we also get some other stuff. So we get a base of plus 35 hit points, plus one magic point, plus five to our toughness saving throw, basically. Um, I don't remember what TSR specifically stands for and WSR, but it's, it's toughness and willpower. Um, four BPs, which are background points, um, which you can buy background options with. Um, I'm going to do uh, something a little bit different with, well, uh, we're going to see exactly what happens with the background points. And then plus one to the wealth level, wealth level being how you um, buy stuff. This is a, a system that rather than counting coins, you just have a wealth level. And if you're trying to buy stuff equal to your wealth level, your wealth level goes down. Below your wealth level, you can just do it. And above your wealth level, you can't. And the idea is that when you find treasure, it can increase your wealth level or you can you know go on quests for powerful people who can improve your wealth level all that sort of stuff um anyway we also get imposing high men get a plus 15 bonus to their charisma skill there's some suggested cultures although we're not actually going to use the suggested cultures here because we're going to be sort of a um a dunedain ranger type character um and so we're going to be a wield culture, which is sort of like forest dwellers and people who have to kind of live off the land in the, the, the forest and the wilderness. And I think that is cool. Uh, but yeah, wealth level one, four background points. And um, high men are basically there to be a um, sort of Dunedin-like uh, species or race. So... Um, yeah, then we have, we've got a bunch of others. So there's men, high man, dwarf, halfling, half elf, silver elf, dusk elf, star elf, wild folk, which are sort of like the druidane, um, or in Robert E. Howard's, uh, universe, they'd be sort of picts, um, orcs, half orcs, stone trolls, and fearbolgs. Um, there's a sort of discussion about how in um a lot of uh settings some of those uh kins won't be as applicable like orcs in a sort of middle earth type setting obviously you probably wouldn't play an orc um not necessarily because they're inherently evil but because as it, as it says in the book um not because they're inherently evil necessarily but because they're under the sway of the dark master who is inherently evil um and therefore, there's a, um, you know, that doesn't really fit the, the kind of heroic uh, feeling of the game that we're going for. Anyway, um, now we do cultures. Um, and we are going to be a wield culture. So let's go to wield. Do, 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 do. Wield, and we've got this uh, nice, you know, picture of a dude with a spear and a bow. Um, what do we get? Oh, we need to go back to the chart for... <coughs> um, for what we actually get. Um, wield, we get one in armor, one in blunt, one in ranged, one in pole arms, one in brawl. All right, um, ranks one in armor, 
one in blunt, one in ranged, one in pole arms, one in brawl, as well as do, 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 two in athletics, three in hunting, two in nature. Uh, da, da, da. Three in athletics, two in, oh no, that's ride. Two in hunting and two in nature. Oh, three, two in athletics, three in hunting, and two in nature. I'm sorry, I'm getting all sorts of confused. Um, and then do we get anything for wandering? Plus two in wandering and two in stealth. Two in wandering, two in stealth. One in perception, two in cultures, and two in body. One in perception, two in cultures, and two ranks in body. All right, um, so that's our wield, and then we also get uh, uh, one wealth level for wield, so we get a total wealth level of two, um, which is not huge, but you know, that's okay, it's respectable. Um, Anyway, and I'm going to do some shifting of stuff around here to, to try to, you know, get precisely what I want from the character at a starting point. So, um, and then we get some outfitting stuff for the wield. Um, we're going to take leather armor. Leather armor, which is light armor. Um, we are going to take, so there's, um, hunting bow and arrows is one of the options. So we are going to take, we're actually going to take a long sword as well. It would help if I could spell long sword as well as hunting bow and arrows. And then what's our last wheel thing? Wineskin and twice baked cakes, fire starting kit, hunting knife, and bundle of pelts. Um, we're gonna do fire starting kit. Just put it on our equipment as like, this is something that we have. Um, all right, and then I think, uh, duh, duh, duh. Let us go to wield and make sure that's everything. Um, yeah, I think that is everything. So I think this is gonna work pretty well for a sort of um, Ranger of the North type character who is uh, used to living out in the wilderness, who is trying to, you know, a little scrappy, trying to make it on his own, all of that sort of stuff, um, and yeah. All right, so this is where we get to vocations. So if we go back to um, creating a character, step three is um, choose your vocation. So choose your character's vocation and distribute your development points to buy skills. Um, and we're going to go to vocations. The vocation we're actually going to choose is the champion. 
um, which is a bit of an odd choice. Originally, I was thinking I would have a total non-caster character, but then I looked at some of the spells, and some of the spells I think can actually fit for our character's um, kind of style. So, for instance, there's a healing spell, um, a healing spell lore that gives you healing spells that I think, especially some of the low-level ones, um, fit pretty well with what our um, character is supposed to be sort of good at, having like the the sort of hands of a healer ability, um, it would also be nice. Um, and then there's, um, yeah, and I'm going to make sure that we actually get hands of a healer. Um, doo -doo -doo. Well, if not, I'll add it because uh, I'm, it's me playing solo, so I'm going to do whatever I want. Um, the other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to give myself more development points total. And the idea behind that is that rather than um, play with uh, more characters, what I really like to do is have kind of one character who is more effective than um, a single character is normally and who therefore can kind of adventure on their own. So that's sort of what I did with one of the reasons that uh, the Adventure of Sagraham I think worked well is because I was able to do precisely that. Um, so what we're gonna start with, we have two DP, two development points for armor, and we're just gonna put those in right away at level one or level three, and it has no related stat, so that gives us a bonus of 15. Um, and then do we get any vocational bonus on top of that? No vocational bonus on top of that, no kin bonus, and I don't think we're gonna get a specialty or item bonus right now, so that is just a 15 for right now. All right. We get, as a champion, three combat development points. Um, three combat development points. I'm going to put two into blades, and I'm going to put one into longsword master. Um, this is so during in the skill description, there's a section on specialty skills, and one of the specialty skills is weapon specialization. Um, and if you um, use the weapon specialization rules, you can basically um, get even better more efficiently with a specific type of weapon. And, and long swords are gonna be sort of our favorite melee weapons, so I'm doing the weapon specialization thing. Um, So anyway, back to the champion. So um, first skill choice, we get plus 15, second skill choice plus 10, and third skill choice plus five. So we're gonna do a plus 15 to blades, a plus five to longsword mastery, and a plus 10 to ranged. Um, then we are going to go to adventuring. Um, and what do we get for adventuring? We get three points, three development points per level in adventuring. And we get some vocational bonuses as well. We get plus 10 to athletics, plus 10 to ride, five to hunting, five to nature, and five to wandering. That's pretty easy to keep track of. 10, 10, 
five, 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 and we need to put three points in there. I'm gonna put two more points into wandering. I'm gonna put uh, one more point into athletics and one more point into nature. Um, and that's sort of a good mix, I think. Now, here we get into an interesting thing. We don't have any points that we get for our character in roguery. I'm going to change that. I'm going to give us two points, two development points per level in roguery. And I'm going to give us a total of five development points per level in lore. Um, that is, we normally get one, but we get plus four from my changes. Um, I went through all of the different vocations, which are basically classes and basically looked at how many development points they get total. Most of them are between like 11 and 14. Um, so what I decided was, okay, well, I will just, um, add about six and that's adding six to the total development points of the character um, in order to uh, have them be about as powerful as a character and a half, if that makes sense, um, which is going to be necessary because the bestiary or bestiary has some pretty nasty stuff in it. So um, yeah, roguery, we also get a plus five to acrobatics and a plus five to perception for being a champion. So vocation plus five. And plus five, we're going to add two points to bring our perception up to three. Um, two development points for perception to bring it up to three. And then we are back to the champion. We've got lore. We got a plus five for Arcana, plus 10 for Charisma from vocation so da, 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 a 10 for charisma a five for arcana and we've got five lore points so we're gonna do uh da, 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 two in healer two in songs and tales one in charisma and that is going to give us a nice kind of well-rounded character who has a lot of kind of chances to do stuff. Songs and Tales is sort of your knowledge skill, which I really like. It's a great way to represent a sort of non-literate or, um, yeah, a sort of non-literate set of cultures where um, history isn't written down as much. It's more about the kind of like, you know, songs and tales you remember and all of that sort of stuff. So um, that's pretty cool. Spells, we get plus three development points and plus five to spell lores. So vocation, five, 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 development points per level, three. Um, vocation gain per level, one, per uh, one magic point per level. Um, and I'm not going to pick spells yet. Um, actually, I am. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to do um, weapon mastery healing. And what was the last one I was going to do? Hmm. I don't remember for certain. I'm going to do weapon mastery and healing. And I'm going to put uh, two ranks into healing and one rank into weapon mastery. I think that's all I need right now. Um, all right. 
do 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 do. That's our spell lore's done. Body, we get uh, two development points per level, so that brings us up to four, and we get a plus five for our vocation. Um, and that is our um, yeah, our our set of vocation stuff. So um, yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. Now let's go back to the list and make sure we're following. We chose our vocation and distributed the development points into skills. Now we need to do background options and take note of your character's starting gear and possessions. So 99, mission touches, uh, starting equipment. Um, all right. Background options. What are we going to get? Do, 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 do. Hmm. <laughs> we have four points. I am going to do so first thing I'm going to do is exceptional training as a minor um, background and that's going to give us another plus five ranks in longsword mastery to bring us up to six um, and we have a, a kind of special mentor who helped us. Um, I'm also going to do... <laughs> I'm going to do... Uh... <laughs> Vigilant as a minor. So uh, exceptional training gives me plus five in a specialty skill, plus five ranks in a specialty skill. Vigilant allows me to heal up or to sleep for four hours and get a full night's sleep, essentially. Um, I am going to do healer's hands as a minor. And that's going to give me plus t 10 to healer. and to find herbs with nature. And... Hmm. 
<laughs> I don't know. I feel like Bard of Ancient Tales would be cool. It's not quite as useful because I'm not going to have companions, at least at the start. But uh, just the plus 10 bonus to Songs and Tales skill might be fun. So, yeah, let's do that. Bard of Ancient Tales Minor. That's going to give us a plus 10 to songs and tales. Um, and that is all of the background points spent. Let's go back to character creation checklist. Uh, background and equipment and calculate derived attributes. Um, all right, move rate. Characters have a move rate of 15. I'm just gonna use the standard move rate of, if, no, I'm gonna do uh, swiftness to, to reflect better move rate. Um, so with 20, we get plus six. That's a move rate of 21. Um, do, 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 do. Because there's a rule for variable move rate where a higher swiftness will give you a better move rate. And I think that'll be good for trying to escape orcs and stuff like that. Um, defense equal to their swiftness value or to zero. Um, do, do, do. Swiftness bonus of 20. No shield bonus, no item bonus, and no specialization bonus right now. So melee defense of 20, range defense of 20. Um, save rolls, toughness save roll. Wisdom value plus five and kin bonus plus five. Um, do, 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 five. Five. Oh, level one, level one. Zero. Um, do do do. Total hit points equal to their body skill bonus. Magic points. Um for each 10 full points of their MP stat, so I get a uh, plus Culture. I'm just filling out random stuff right now, but I'm going to get uh, everything in place and then sort of talk about everything that I've done so far. All right, do, 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 do. 
What else do we need? We've got our derived attributes. Our size is medium. Um, starting equipment. Um, we've got our important starting equipment, stuff like that. And then we need to do passions and drives. So nature, allegiance, and motivation are the three passions. Um, basically, these are how you get drive points, which are narrative meta currency that you use to change stuff. And it's very, it's kind of like burning wheel and stuff. So um, motivation, nature so motivation is going to be the most direct one motivation is going to be find the ancestral long sword of my father's fathers nature so that's going to be our sort of goal for the first part of the campaign is to find i've got this idea that there's a sort of ancestral longsword out there and thalonmere wants to find it to prove that he's sort of the rightful uh heir to the, the 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 kin and also to have a powerful sword um nature is going to be his sort of philosophical position um And that's going to be protect those who cannot protect themselves. That's a pretty heroic nature. Protect those who cannot protect themselves. And finally, allegiance. Um, and allegiance is going to be... Um, I would... Lay down my life for my people. All right. So, Thalonmere, do do do. Um, choosing passions, changing passions. Drive, we start with one. You can spend drive on stuff. Heroic path is basically, excuse me, as you spend drive in addition to leveling up. You can also spend drive points in the course of play, and as you spend drive points, you can become more, even more heroic. And then we're on to the character advancement session, and we've done uh, everything so far, I think, right? Yeah, that's going to be the whole, the whole of the character creation. So let's go over the character that we have created. So we have Thalonmir, who is a level one high man from the Wield culture. And his vocation is what I call a solo warrior, basically like warrior but with lore. Um, all right, and then we need to his passions. His motivation is to find the ancestral longsword of my father's fathers. His nature is to protect those who cannot protect themselves. His allegiance is I would lay down my life for my people. He has a total of thirty-five brawn, twenty swiftness. 25 fortitude, 20 wits, 15 wisdom, and 30 bearing. Oh, he gets an extra um, stat gain. 
because he has 30 bearing. Uh, that should be three, and that should be five. For his magic points, he gets a little bit more for high bearing. Um, his toughness save is going to be his fortitude of 25 plus five for his level, plus five for his kin. So that is a 35. His willpower save is going to be 5 for his level, plus 15 for his wisdom of 20. So he does not have quite as so good of a willpower save. His armor skill is a 15, which means he negates 15 points of armor penalties to his uh, skills when he is... Um, Uh, in armor. All right, and that is do 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 five, ten, five, five, five. That is thirty. Um, do, do, do so that's going to be a 40 skill with blunt weapons. His blades is a 35 plus 15 is 50 plus 10 is a 60 with blades without the longsword mastery bonus. Um, does he get, let me go back to specialization. Yeah, weapon specialization doesn't have a stat bonus, so you don't get to add it twice, um, which is a shame, but that is okay. His um, ranged is a 35, his pole arms a 40, his brawl is a 40, and his longsword mastery adds plus 35 to his so he's got a plus 95 with his long sword and his uh as his uh blade so that's pretty deadly um 15 15 15 20 and then 35 20 wits of 20 so that is going to be 35 plus 15 is 50 60 points 60 point bonus for athletics 30 point bonus for riding oh and froze a 40 point bonus for hunting another 35 point bonus for nature and a 35 point bonus for no uh, a 40 point bonus for wandering all right that is 15. so his acrobatics is do 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 there's 20 20 15 so that is a 20 in deception, 25 in acrobatics, a 30 in stealth, a 20 in locks and traps, and a 35 in perception. 
his arcana is a five. His charisma is a... Oh, wait, no. His arcana is his wits plus... Um, so that's 25. 30, 20, 15, 30, 25, there. So his do do Sorry, guys, I know this isn't the most interesting listening. Um, so that is 40 plus 30 is a 70 bonus for charisma, a 30 bonus for cultures, a 25 bonus for healer, and a... Um, Oh no, that's going to be a 35 bonus for healer because he also has the plus 10 for his specialization. And a... Uh, da, 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 50 bonus for Songs and Tales. And then... That is 40 plus 25 is 65 plus 20. 85 hit points, which is not bad. 85 hit points. His max is uh, 150 hit points. Um, so, yeah, not, not bad at all. And now we need to fill in. So... We have a character who he's really deadly with a long sword. He's pretty deadly with blades. He's uh, very athletic. He's good at hunting and wandering. Not so good at any of the roguery things. He's really charismatic, has this great kind of presence to him, and he's also good at songs and tales, and he's pretty tough. Um, he's got a fair number of hit points. Stalinmir is going to be pretty tough. The last thing we need to do is go through... And we need to um, we need to fill in his armor and weapons stuff. So let's go to his um, da 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 book two skill rolls encumbrance equipment armors. He has leather armor, which is a maximum. It's torso, arms, and legs, and he's gonna have a um, leather helmet too. Leather armor and helm, light armor, all zones protected. Maximum swiftness defense is 30. Move penalty is minus 20. CMB penalty. Minus five, perception penalty, minus five, ranged bonus, uh, melee bonus, no defense bonus for ranged or melee, so that's zero, zero, and no qualities, it looks like. Um, so yeah, 
that is um, none. All right, longsword, 1H slash 2H, length, long, right? Or is it called longer? No, it's long. Longest is the long one. Um, do, 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 skills used. Blades plus mastery. CR. Blades plus M because mastery won't fit. CR. What is CR? Clumsy range. Well, his clumsy range instead of a four is actually going to be a two because he's got one of the special weapon um, ability thing because of his um, not his special his weapon mastery skill allows him to cast a permanent spell that bonds him with the item. So that's pretty cool. Act table ed. Maximum result is 150, right? Primary crit cut, alternate critical pierce, base range, none, and qualities. Hand and a half and martial. And then we have hunting bow and arrows. What is the hunting bow qualify as, do you think? The composite bow? Is it a long bow? Is it a short bow? Let's say it's a short bow just because, well, I don't know. Composite bow versus short bow. The difference is the range is a little different. Yeah, let's say it's a short bow. Hunting bow. Short. Arrows. Two-handed. Not applicable. Skills used. Ranged. CR is four. Actual is missile. Maximum result is one forty pierce. As load one quick load. All right, so sorry for the sort of abrupt cutoff. Um, OBS decided to stop the recording, and I thought I had lost the whole thing, but it turns out I had only lost the last kind of tiny little bit of it. Which was good. Um, I'm glad that I didn't lose the whole thing. Um, I hope that you found this interesting. I know that some of the sections where, like, I was doing math, it's fairly dead air. 
Um, and so it's just sort of like, you know, me doing math in my head um, and not as interesting stuff. But um, I hope this gave you a good idea of sort of what you can do with the game. Um, what sort of stuff the, you know, the sort of, um, for lack of a better term, the, the kind of range available for... Um, against the dark master what what kind of stuff the game can handle and all of that sort of stuff so um yeah i had a lot of fun creating a character and um i will yeah get into some solo play with thalonmir pretty soon i think so uh yeah um I don't think I have anything else to say. If you want to get in contact with me, I am at cows from Powis on Twitter. I'm here on anchor anchor.fm slash Pelham's wasteland. Um, I'm also on YouTube live from Pelham's wasteland there where there's a video version of this episode. Um, if you want to see what the rule book looks like basically and see me kind of actually typing in stuff, if you care at all about that, you can watch the video version. Um, but yeah, I had I had uh, quite a bit of fun creating this character, and I am excited to do some messing around with Thalonmir. So yeah, let's. Uh, I think that's going to be that. I've been Arlen Walker. I've been live from Pelham's Wasteland, and I will see you next time. Take care, everybody.